Hello and welcome to the Today Not Tomorrow podcast. My name is Oscar Isaacson and this podcast is brought to you by CrossFit TNT. We've got a few exciting things coming up at the gym. Today is Bring a Friend Day at the gym. If you brought someone in, thank you very much. We appreciate it. If you want to bring someone in uh, for a future class, we always do this on the third Monday of each month. Let's say you're two weeks out and you don't want to wait that long with your friend. You can always just jump into a Swift class and take them with you. Uh, just so you don't have to wait that long. Check out the Swift schedule. You can take a class with a friend anytime. On Thanksgiving, we have a 9 a.m. class only. So one class on Thanksgiving, 9 a.m. And then on Black Friday, we have one class as well. And that's at 1 p.m. So Thanksgiving's coming up in a little bit. 9 a.m. class and then Black Friday, 1 p.m. class. And on December 13th, that's a Friday, we have the uh, event of the year. It's the CrossFit TNT annual holiday party. So Friday, December 13th, it's going to start at 6 p.m. This is at Fastlane Classic Cars, so it's just down the road from us. Maybe it's the same spot we're at last year if you were uh, able to attend that party. We are capping this at 100 people. We got 100 people last year. So far, we have 53 people signed up, so... um, if you want to, if you want to go to this event, if you can make it, make sure you get signed up. Uh, use a computer, uh, laptop, or desktop. Don't try and use the app on your phone. Go to events in MindBody, and you can get signed up right there. If you bring in someone else with you, just sign up twice. Another event you don't want to miss out on is this week's uh, Movember Tri Wizard Spikeball Cup. So this Friday at 6 p.m., we're gonna do a friendly competition. We're gonna play some spikeball. Um, we are taking donations. It's going to go to uh, Lindy's uh, Foundation. You can just place it in the red box. Uh, optional, if you want to do- donate a dollar, $10, $100, it's up to you. But uh, donate something, and that goes towards um, men's health. Lindy's going to work with people that have physical disabilities, but also mental disabilities. And that is what Movember is all about. It's about awareness for men's health. So this Friday, 6 p.m., we're going to play spike ball. We'll do a round with random teams, and we'll do a round where we set the teams. If you don't have a partner, that's fine. You can just show up anyway. Even if you don't like spike ball and you just want to hang out with your uh, gym buddies, please come uh, this Friday, 6 p.m. This was the guys thing only last year, uh, but this year this is open to anyone. So if you're a lady, you want to play some spike ball, uh, you are very welcome as well. Today we're going to talk about some workouts we have coming up this week. Today's skill is back squats. Um, You know back squats is great for your legs, your core. It's crucial for everyday life, having a strong lower body and a core. On the back squats, today we're doing a special tempo. On the board, it's going to say 3-3-X-0. So first number, that's the pace you're going down. Second number, that's how long you're holding it. Third number, that's coming up. And then the last fourth number, that's what you do at the very top of the movement. So 3-3-X-0 just means you're going to go three seconds on the way down. You're going to hold it three seconds at the bottom. You're going to try and be as fast as you can coming up. And then limit the rest at the top. Try and just go right back into that next rep. These are great because it's going to force you uh, force you to go maybe a little bit lower than what you're used to. Because you got to hang out at the bottom. You're going to hit a very nice solid bottom position. This is great for mobility you automatically end up moving less weight doing this. If we didn't have that tempo, you'd be able to squat more. Whenever you do use less weight, you usually move better. This is still super challenging though. So your legs are going to get stronger because it's challenging, but you're going to move better because the weight's a little bit lighter and it 
forces you to have more control. So that's what we're uh, going for whenever we have a designated tempo in a lift. Tuesday skill, we're going to go every two minutes for five rounds. It's going to be 15 double Russian kettlebell swings. So you're holding on to two kettlebells. You go a little bit wider than usual with the feet maybe, swinging it up to eye level. That's what the Russian part means. And then 10 kettlebell front squats. So you're going to use the same weight for the front squat as well. So you'll do 15 swings and then clean it up onto the shoulders. Whenever you do front squats, with the kettlebells, you want to place the kettlebells pretty much in front of you. You don't want them to sit back onto your shoulders. This makes it more challenging for your midline, your core. You have to stay tight and brace. Otherwise, you're going to lean forward. Those kettlebells are going to end up on the ground. So that's what the kettlebells are good for. It's a pretty good combo right here. You're going to use the hips and glutes like crazy. And then we're going to keep using them and adding a little bit more of um, quad work as well. This is going to be a fun leg builder. Tuesday's workout is going to be a team ski relay. So we're going to get into two teams. As a team, you're going to have 15 minutes to try and get as far as you can. The strategy is going to change a lot. Maybe there's six people in class. Maybe there's 10 people in class. This is going to end up being a challenging workout regardless. The less time you spend on the ski, let's say you have a bigger team, you're not going to be on the ski as long. You have to ski super fast. So this is all about a sprint. If you're on a big team, if you're on a smaller team, you can slow things down just a little bit. Each time you come off the ski, we're going to have a little kicker to it. We're going to do 30 med ball step ups. This is a new movement. We just saw it as a scaling option for 20.4. We're going to keep practicing these because it's going to be a great way to work towards pistols and one leg strength, not just squatting like we do a lot. We need to build up the uh, unilateral strength as well. So Mondays is usually when we practice uh, for the upcoming benchmark. Last one was 100 burpees. The next one is top secret. Since we had to bring a friend day, we did not do any benchmark practice on that day. The benchmark practice for the next one is all on Wednesday. So Wednesday, we're doing 10 sets of three split jerks. We're going to go from the racks on these, try and go decently heavy. And then the workout on Wednesday, it's a weight vest workout. We're going to go alternating, 14-minute EMOM, uh, five deadlifts. No set weight on these. So you're going to try and use 75% of your one rep max. So whatever that number is, it's going to be challenging for each individual person. doesn't matter if your PR is 100 pounds or 800 pounds. And then we're going to do some biking 2015 on the bike, 20 for guys, 15 for ladies. Check out the bikes if you get on them. Uh, they've been a little bit wobbly the last couple of days or weeks. They've had a little bit of a squeak to them. But we had the fitness mechanic come out this weekend, and he tuned up every single bike. So crank arms are tightened up. The belt has been tightened up as well. They're lubed up. They're ready to go. So once you get on the bike, just see if you notice a difference because they are very smooth right now. Thursday skill, we're going to work on upper body strength. We're going to do a 12-minute EMUM, alternating between 12 bench presses and 12 bent over rows. Looking at this skill, you obviously think right away, okay, we're working on bench press and then working on bent over row. But these things are going to carry over to a bunch of different things. The bench press will work in the chest, shoulders, triceps. If you get better at bench press, then you get better at burpees, push-ups, dips, Handstand push-ups, you're going to have stronger arms overall. For the bent over row, we're working the lats, the grip, the biceps. If you have a stronger bent over row, you're not only going to have to uh, be able to control your back, the hinge, setting your shoulders, but 
you are going to be able to pull for more calories on the rower. You're going to be better at ring rows, muscle-ups, chest-to-bar pull-ups, any pulling movement, just like a rope climb as well. Thursday's wad is a couplet of toast-to-bar and dumbbell thrusters, 27, 21, 15, 9. The dumbbell thrusters should be light enough to where you can do all the reps unbroken or if not, close to unbroken. The toaster bars are going to be a little bit trickier, but we can go for some toaster bar attempts or knee races if needed. 27, 21, 15, 9. Whenever you start a workout like this, you always want to have a rough game plan in mind. Know where you're going to break. Know where you're going to take a pause. Just taking off, hoping for the best, and not have any uh, expectation on when you need a break, if you're going to do it unbroken or not. That is not the way to go. So whenever you do any workout, you always want to have a a general game plan. You don't have to write down uh, splits and reps on a piece of paper, but you always got to have a little bit of something to go off of so you can pace yourself and learn something from the workout. Because this workout might as well be an open workout. And if you've paid attention to all the workouts you do for the rest of the year, once once it comes time to compete, maybe it's a local competition, maybe it's Festivus, you have a way better idea of what you need to do and what you can do. On Saturday, we're going to have a pretty big technical workout. It goes 60 overhead squats, 30 pull-ups, 10 burpee box overs, rest three minutes. And then it's going to get a little bit more challenging from there because we're going to go up in weight and we're going to go up in height of the box too. We're going to go 40 overhead squats, 20 chest bars, and then 10 burpee box overs, rest three minutes, and then you have another time through with even heavier weights and a higher height of the box. We're doing 20 overhead squats, 10 ring muscle-ups, and then 10 burpee box overs. Some of the movements in here, they're challenging. We can scale that by doing jumping ring muscle-ups. We can do low ring muscle-up transitions. We can add some bends for the pull-ups. If you don't feel comfortable jumping onto a box, we can always step onto a box. So sometimes when you see a workout like this, it looks a little bit crazy at first glance. But we can break this down. We can make it a little bit lower, a little bit lighter. We can take something out. This workout is going to work your overhead squat, your pulling strength. It's going to be a ton of conditioning in there too. The quote of the week is, if you want to be successful, find out what the price is and then pay it. You just heard a bunch of nerdy stuff about exercises, program intensities, rep schemes. That's all super important. I spend tons of hours making sure that you have a solid CrossFit program. However, that is not as important as moving well and pushing yourself. You can have the best program in the world, but if you don't move as well as you can, if you don't push yourself, you are not going to see the same benefit as someone who's doing a less optimal CrossFit program moving as well as they can and pushing themselves to an appropriate intensity that is going to be more valuable so take a look at not just the hour you spend in the gym but what do you do within that hour are you focused are you doing your best are you moving as well as you can based on your own limitations and then what's going on outside of the gym one hour at the gym that's one out of 24 hours in your day on top of that things that are even more important than exercise intensity sets and reps, that's sleep. Are you getting enough sleep? Do you get the sleep done? How's your nutrition looking? Are you getting enough protein, vegetables, and water? Those things are going to be way more important than the sets and reps we do at the gym. Whenever you look at your exercise program, if you are evaluating if things are going well, if they're not going well, 
you need to look at that hour at the gym, obviously, but even more importantly, what's going on outside the gym? Are you doing a little bit of stretching? When was the last time you saw the sun? Are you getting a little bit of fresh air on a daily basis? When was the last time you hit up a yoga pose outside of the gym? This is where you get successful. This is where a little bit of extra effort is going to take you a long way. I'm excited about the week we have coming up at the gym. I hope that you are too. Get signed up for Movember Tri-Wizard Spikeball Cup. This is this Friday and it's going to be a good time.